Macra make me a disciple. Yes, you heard me right. Macra make me a disciple. I've been praying for over a year about how to start a discipleship group that would reach not just my own two girls in high school, but also some other young women that I've wanted to invest in. In Jesus' name. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams, and this Macra Make Me a Disciple group has only just begun, but I can see the potential in it already, and I'm so excited about it. So, I'm going to cue the intro, and then I'll be back to tell you about this most unique discipleship opportunity. I'm hoping it might just Macra Make you feel creative too. In a world filled with a lot of talk, the Family Disciple Me ministry encourages intentional, meaningful, biblical conversations with those God has entrusted to us. In these drastically changing times, join us as we discuss the eternal truths of God's Word and relevant topics, as well as how to engage the next generation about these. It's true, discipleship starts with a conversation. So let's jump into a conversation starter right now. As the founder of Family Disciple Me, the way that this whole idea started was in carpool because I drove my five kids around so much. I sat in so many carpool lines at so many campuses and for different activities. I felt like I was a chauffeur or a taxi driver or something, and I wanted to use my time wisely. That for me was what launched the whole family disciple me epic. First in my own family, and then in this ministry. But for all of us, seasons change, opportunities change, kids grow up, and I find myself in this season that after having five kids in the car with me for years, I'm down to just one kid in the car these days. I have plenty of great conversations with her on the way to school, and yet I want to also include her in a bigger, broader conversation with other girls. So, what does discipleship look like at this stage of her life? What does it look like in my life? What does it look like for our family? It's still so important to have these conversations with them at home, potentially around the table, or just in whatever random conversations we're able to have. But strategic discipleship has changed and morphed. I have been praying for the last year or so about what it looks like in this new season. I have two girls in high school. One of them is a senior. This is her last year at home. But I also have some other young women in my life, young women who are at the stage where they'll be married by this time next year, or where their lives are drastically changing, and I see this as such an important moment in time for them. So I've been talking to the Lord. What does it look like for me to disciple these girls? Well, simultaneously, I've had this crazy idea in the back of my head to learn how to do macrame. Now, that was something from way back in the seventies. I still remember my mom had these huge macrame plant hangers that hung from ceiling to floor. I guess they could have been big enough to swing in, but she had so many house plants in those. Well, that. Fad disappeared, I think, by the '80s, and I don't remember macrame in our house anymore. But here we are, decades later, 
And macrame is a thing again. It's a thing with the younger generation. Well, I've been thinking about what it would look like to learn macrame along with my girls because there's so many beautiful things you can make from wedding backgrounds to keychains to plant hangers to lampshade covers. The possibilities are endless. So I started talking to the girls about that, and of course, they loved that idea. One day, I was talking to my son's girlfriend about these two ideas that I have, just to see if she would be interested in either or both, and she was interested, and suddenly it dawned on me that we could do discipleship and macrame at the very same time. And I just laughed out loud as I told her my idea, and I said, we could call it macrame and Jesus. And we agreed that may not be a bad idea. I talked about it a little bit more with the kids, and I happened to mention it to my son, Joshua, and he's so funny. He said back to me, hey, mom, you could call it macrame me a disciple. We laughed out loud. But we also knew we had found the name for our new discipleship group, Macra Make Me a Disciple. It worked. We decided that we would start meeting every Monday night. I told my two high school girls and Joshua's girlfriend that they were welcome to invite whichever friends they wanted to to come join us for Macra Make Me a Disciple Night. In preparation for that, I sat down with Joshua's girlfriend and we were working on learning the first few knots and ties. And then Anna Lurie came over and joined us and she didn't quite get the first knots and ties, but oh my goodness, we looked over and she had just randomly created this beautiful series of knots and we knew we were ready to go. The next night, Joshua's girlfriend showed up with two girls And my two girls were there, so we immediately had five to start this discipleship group. I was absolutely overwhelmed by the enthusiasm of these girls. We sat there and we worked on a few different knots. We messed up, we laughed, we chatted, we talked, and had so much fun. And then, after about an hour, I shifted the conversation to guide us into talking about prayer. Because that's what Family Disciple Me was using as its current conversation that week in the Destination series, Passive or Prayerful. And I just began to guide them through the verse and the word, why, what, worship. It turned into an amazing conversation. That was Macromake Me a Disciple, night number one. And we hadn't even hit our first Monday yet. So the following Monday, we had our first official group, and that time, two more girls came that I had never met before. I welcomed them into my home, learned their names, got to know them a little bit. Then we sat down at the table together and started working on different knots and ties and techniques and macrame again. One of the girls who had been there the prior week was turning 20 that following Friday. So Journey Grace had made her some brownies and ice cream to celebrate her. Well, one of the new girls was actually turning 20 the very next day. So we got to celebrate two young women as they were turning 20 on the very same week. It was so unexpected and fun and bonding. And I was just watching this unfold thinking, I couldn't have orchestrated this. This was a moment that the Lord had set up that 
Through something crazy like Macramake Me a Disciple, these girls were gathered together, chit-chatting at my table, celebrating new friends, bonding together, and then, once again, I had the opportunity to guide the conversation to another week of talking about destinations, passive or prayerful. I was able to tell them a little bit about my own journey in prayer and ask them questions and pull out of them this discussion about how to talk to God. It was so special. The evening closed with prayer and laughter and hugs between new friends and a commitment of, well, we'll see you next week. And here I am watching this most amazing discipleship group unfold. I'm not sure if all of the girls particularly want to learn about how to be a disciple, but I do know they want to learn macrame. And already, even though we've only just met two or three times, I'm seeing the benefits. And I'm laughing, and I'm dancing, and I'm kind of crying in joy as I see what God is doing here in my life and in my home. This coming week, we're going to continue in discipleship. And I'll tell you, I had a panic attack a couple days ago because even though I started Family Disciple Me, I still find it intimidating to speak into the lives of young people that I don't necessarily know. I mean, I'm old. They may think I'm weird. But when I get over myself, I remember that I can skip the intimidation and just start the conversation. I think the next generation is starved for real relationship with adults that care about them, with adults that want to speak into their lives. And as a believer, as a Christ follower, I have all the authority in heaven and on earth to lead others to Jesus in his name. So if I can use something like macrame to get them to come talk to me about the Lord, I think that's a pretty exciting knot to tie. And as far as my intimidation about what to talk to them about this coming week, well, silly me, I write the discipleship conversations, and I know that our current discipleship conversation with Family Disciple Me continues in the Destination series, and we're talking about debt or investment. So this coming week, when they arrive, I'm going to do the exact same thing that I did a couple weeks ago. I'm going to pull up that discipleship conversation on my phone, and I'm going to read the verse to them, and then I'm going to talk them through the word, why, what, worship. And on our new text thread that we've established for our Macro Make Me a Discipleship Club, I'm going to text them that verse image so that they'll have it along with whatever other information or websites or encouragement that I text them along the way until I see them next time. We'll see how this unfolds. I'm sure I'll have more stories to tell you in the adventures of Macro Make Me a Disciple. You know, I don't know what discipleship looks like in your life. If you're still in that stage where you're carpooling your kids all over creation, continue to use that time wisely. I think carpool conversations are some of the most powerful discipleship conversations we can have because you're so focused and the kids are so trapped. There's nothing else they can do except talk to you or hear you talk with them about Jesus. 
But as life changes, as times and seasons change and your kids grow, it's important that we keep thinking about how we can speak into them in Jesus' name. Maybe you're a grandma and you don't get to see your grandkids all the time, but you've got one or two girls that live next door. Maybe you're an aunt or a big sister and you're trying to think, how can I orchestrate something so that I can have the next generation in my life and I can talk to them about the Lord? Maybe you could do something like macro make me a disciple. We're looking at franchising this opportunity. So if you decide to start your own club, let me know. I can't wait to hear about it. But maybe God would have you do something else. Maybe there's a sport or an activity or a hobby that you can use. It's about finding something that interests them so that you can do that together. You can love on those kids and then you can share Christ and his word with them. This is such an amazing opportunity to seek him, speak him. And whether it's macro make me a disciple or something else, it's about building bridges to reach the next generation. So whatever it looks like in your life, I know that this is of the Lord. He wants us to go make disciples. He wants us to tell the next generation about who he is and all that he has done and what he wants to do in their lives. So friends, let's do this together. Let's skip the intimidation and get straight to the conversation. Maybe it'll include a little macrame, but whether or not it does, these are knots and ties and twists that bind us together, not just for here, but for eternity. So go with God, friend. I'm praying for you. The Family Disciple Me team is praying for you. Until next time, God bless you.